Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. I feel like it's been quite some time since I talked to you guys. I'm really sorry for not posting very consistently over the last couple of months. I know that usually I tend to post like every other week and that's the schedule that I would like to keep. Um, But things have been insanely busy the past like two or three months. Which I know is not an excuse, but my gosh, I can't even begin to tell you guys how much has happened in like the last like three to four weeks. There has been so much and honestly, I'm at a point where I feel like my head is spinning because I've been feeling quite overwhelmed and there's just, I don't know how to like tell it to you guys, like I can't share everything, but like so much has happened in like the span of three weeks In the span of, like, from when I last talked to you, from the last episode to now, so much has happened. And a lot of those things were good things that happened, but there were also quite a few upsetting things. Um, And I'll get into those um, just to give you guys kind of an update of what's been going on. Um, But today's episode is going to be about something that I've wanted to talk about for a while, Um, I've talked about it before and I have mentioned wanting to do an episode on this because it's something that I quite enjoy doing and it's something that I've kind of picked up again ever since the pandemic started and that is journaling. Um, I have had a journal pretty much since like elementary school, kind of on and off. I haven't really had one consistently up until now, but I picked it up again, um, during like the early early few months of 2020 and was kind of like doing it very consistently. So I thought I'd um, talk to you guys about journaling and kind of how I do it and why I do it. Um, and I just think it's it's one of my favorite things to do, honestly. Like I don't do it every day and I'll get into all of this later on um, in the episode, but it's something that I find that like it just helps me learn so much about myself And I really think that everyone can benefit from it, but I think that a lot of people have a lot of misconceptions about journaling, which I'll also get into. Um, So yeah, that's what we're going to be talking about today. Um, But of course, before we get into that, I'll tell you guys about my highs and lows, um, as well as my recent favorites. So I guess I'll start with highs. So the highs that I have for you guys, since it's been a couple of weeks since I last talked to you, I have quite a few. Um, the first one being I've received a couple of interviews um, from some of the vet schools that I apply to, which is really exciting. Um, it's also really nerve-wracking because I'm kind of stressed and overwhelmed as to how I'm going to prepare for those. But, you know, it's kind of nice to be hearing back from some of the schools um, and kind of just moving forward with the application because obviously... Um, I submitted my application like about almost two months ago now, which is crazy to think. And so it's really exciting just to like move forward with that and see what's going to happen next. But of course, I'm still very anxious about it just because the type of interview and like the style of interviews is not like the traditional type of interview. And so I have been kind of stressed out in terms of how I'm going to prepare for that. I've been watching like YouTube videos of uh, other vet students who have gone through this similar type of interview process just to kind of get some advice and going through like a lot of practice questions and stuff like that. So it's fun, but it's also uh, a source of stress in my life right now. So hopefully they all go well. The other one is just reading some really good books. I feel like I mentioned in my last episode that I think I was going through a bit of a reading slump. Um, but the last two books that I've read were really good and I think they might be my two favorite books that I've read so far this year. Um, I'm almost at the end of my reading challenge for this year. I set a challenge of 20 books for this year, which I know isn't very much, but honestly, I don't read as fast as a lot of other people do. Like some people, like I'll, I'll follow like a lot of people on YouTube and stuff that have like book channels and reading channels and like they get through some books like within a couple of days or like it takes them a couple of hours to get through a book and I'm like I don't know how you can do that it's not to say that I've never done like I've never it's not to say that I've never finished a book in one day 
it has happened but like i literally would have to sit there for the whole day and read for the whole day in order for that to happen and like not do anything else so i am definitely a bit of a slow reader but the last two books that i've read i've like whizzed through them because they were really good and they might have been my two favorite books so far but you guys are going to get a book review um sometime in december um with all the books that i read this year and I'll definitely be doing that because it's something that I really want to do. And I have been requested by a couple of you to do it as well. So that is definitely going to come. Um, it should be coming sometime near the end of the year, sometime in December. All of the end of year stuff, like end of year reflections and all that stuff like that. And like prepping for the new year will come come close to December, obviously, when it's closer to the end of this year. Which is crazy to think that 2022 is almost over because I feel like we're still in like June and we're not. It's kind of crazy. The third thing is that um, Thanksgiving was a couple of weeks ago. It was about like two weeks ago, three weeks ago, I think. And it was a really good long weekend. We got to go to a place called Alora, Ontario, which is just past Guelph, which is where I went to school. And it's such a beautiful town. And it's just, it reminded me a lot of Quebec City, where um, my dad and my brother uh, and I went to a couple years ago. It's like this very small kind of village area. It was so beautiful. There's all these little like boutiques and all these really cool shops and stores that you just wouldn't find um, anywhere else. And they have so many like hiking trails and just so much green space. And not to mention like obviously it's autumn now. Oh my gosh, I feel like I was in like I don't know. I feel like I was in one of those places that you see like on Instagram. If you follow any like photography accounts on Instagram, there's always people posting like all those really cool fall photos of all the leaves changing colors. And I just felt like I was in one of those because there was fall, like the leaves had changed color completely. And we went to this really big park and there was a bunch of trees, like a bunch of really old trees. And there was just leaves everywhere my god i took so many pictures and i posted some to my instagram and it was just a blast and like we we got to try like pumpkin spice lattes um which i know the last time i talked to you guys i said that i didn't really like the one that i got from starbucks and maybe i'm just stupid but i didn't realize that pumpkin spice isn't actually supposed to taste like pumpkin um i found that out a couple of days after i recorded the last podcast and i was like okay well i'm clearly just stupid and don't know what pumpkin spice is pumpkin spice still not my favorite thing in the world but i when i tried it um i tried the tim hortons one and it was a bit better than the starbucks one and i also tried one at some local coffee shop in Alora, and it was a lot better um but still not my favorite thing i still think that i prefer my hot chocolates but it's not bad i'll give it i'll give it some credit it definitely doesn't taste as gross as i was anticipating it to taste um given that i don't drink coffee but it wasn't bad i'll give i'll give it some credit um overall thanksgiving weekend was really well spent i think it was nice to kind of spend time with my family again because i feel like we spent so much time together in the summer and ever since September like it's just been kind of chaos with like my parents back at work and my brother back at university and like he's not at home as much as he used to be because he lives there um and so it was just nice to spend time with them and go around and get some really cool fall pictures um we had some pumpkin pie do you guys like pumpkin pie? We were talking about this with my family and like no one in my family really likes pumpkin pie, but pumpkin pie is like my favorite type. I like it better than apple pie because I find that apple pie can sometimes be very sweet. Um, and the reason why I like pumpkin pie is because it, I find that it's not that sweet compared to other pies. But I know like it's like a general consensus among most people that pumpkin pie is just disgusting. Um, but I don't know. I really like pumpkin pie. Um, it isn't to say that I don't like other pies, but it's just pumpkin pie isn't as sweet compared to other pie types. And I think that's why I like it. Um, we also had apple pie. Um, we had a lot of pie <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it. Like we had like, we bought like two pies from this bakery in, where did we go? It was in Ancaster, I think. Yeah, we went to a bakery in Ancaster and they had um, a bunch of like fall treats. It smelled so good in there, guys. We went, we walked in and like, oh my God, I felt like I was in heaven. Like just imagine like what it smells like to be in a bakery with like 
all of the fall goodies. It, it smelled so good. Oh my god. Anyway, we bought um, pumpkin pie and apple pie. And then the lady that was like cashing us out was like, have you guys ever tried um, apple pie with vanilla ice cream on top? And I was like, no, but I have heard of that. Like I've, I've seen like people do that where they put like either whipped cream, which I don't like whipped cream, or um, vanilla ice cream on top of their pie. And I've never actually tried it. Um, so maybe if we buy apple pie again at some point, um, we will put some vanilla ice cream on top to see how it tastes because I like vanilla ice cream and I don't know. I feel like it, I, I feel like people have weird combinations, weird food combinations that I'm just not willing to try most of the time, but apple pie and vanilla ice cream sounds like it'll be delicious. So I'm hoping to try that soon. Going on to my lows. Um, I have a few lows as well. I think the first one is just that, um, being overwhelmed with how much has happened the last couple of months, um, like submitting my vet school application, starting my graduate certificate program, um, and just being back to like the hustle of life, I think, especially now that it feels like we're kind of nearing the end of the pandemic I feel like last year things were still very like guarded and like we were still like locked up and now it just feels like we're returning back to normal and we're returning back to that very fast pace of life that we were living pre-COVID and I don't know like if I'm ready for that because I've I've gotten so used to just taking things at a much slower pace and I think it's been more efficient for me. Um, and I, I like being at the pace that I was at during the pandemic. Like I, I took things a lot more slowly and I think that was better for me. Um, and it was kind of nice just to get like a break and just to go at your own pace instead of having to go at like that very fast paced life that we're so used to. So I think I've just been having a hard time adjusting to that. Um, the second thing is, I think I mentioned, um, I don't know if it was the last episode or the episode before, there was a dog that came in at work and I recognized the dog as one of my old classmates dogs um wasn't really friends with him but I knew I knew of this dog and like the the classmate he was one of those people that got picked on a lot at school when we were this was like when we were in like sixth grade seventh grade when everyone is just mean for no good reason and so his dad brought in this dog while I was at work and it wasn't looking very good. It was, It's an old dog. Um, and it just, you could tell like it was suffering and just wasn't doing very well. They didn't do anything with it. Then like they just came in for like a physical exam and tried to get the vet's opinion. Um, and that was that. We, we never heard from them until um, last weekend, I think. Um, my classmate, I follow him on Instagram. I don't like interact with him or anything but he posted like pictures of this dog saying that he'd passed away and you know it was just hard you know like knowing that this dog had come in just a month ago um to where I work and I was working with this dog and you know it was a very well-behaved dog and obviously like it was in it was it was clearly in a lot of discomfort um and like this 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 dog was basically like a dog that this kid that I went to school with, like, he grew up with this dog, um, I did end up DMing him on Instagram just to let him know, like, I, I let him know that, like, I think, um, I wasn't even sure if he had remembered me, but, like, he did, um, so I messaged him, like, just, you know, expressing my condolences, and I let him know that I, I did see his dog, um, when he brought him, when his dad brought him in to the clinic I work at, so, um, yeah, that's kind of my sad news, passed away, but he lived a long life, he was 15 years old, um and you know I'm sure that my classmate gave him a very good life so you know those things are always really hard to deal with and um I just I just decided to DM him because he was a good kid you know um like I said I wasn't really all that close with him but he he was a good kid we'll go with that we'll, we'll leave it at that um <clears throat> other than that I think I've been doing pretty good the last couple of weeks like I said the main thing has just been like getting used to the very fast-paced lifestyle that we're no longer used to living now that we've um you know now that we're starting to come out of the pandemic it just feels like we're returning back to normal and 
I was just starting to get used to the normal of being in the pandemic. So that's that's pretty much the only thing. But other than that, life has been pretty good. I've been pretty happy, um, enjoying myself. Um, happy Halloween. By the time this goes up, it'll be Halloween. Um, I'm recording this on Saturday, but it'll go up on Monday, which is Halloween. Um, I'm not really doing anything for Halloween. We don't really do a whole lot for Halloween. Um, my brother and I just watched American Horror Story last night and like we ended up buying like Halloween candy and stuff. Um, we bought, we bought a pumpkin and I ended up carving it because why not? And it actually turned out pretty good. I'm not very good at carving pumpkins. Um, I think I probably told you guys about it last year too, where I, I carved a pumpkin last year and it didn't turn out very well, but it's hard. Like it's, it's physically very like difficult to carve a pumpkin. And like last, last year I kind of just did it blindly, like without like watching any videos or anything. But this year I, I went on YouTube and I watched like videos on like how to properly carve pumpkins and how to make sure that it like it lasts a while um and so they there i found some tips on like how to preserve it for longer and i think it turned out a bit better than it did last time um so yeah we carved pumpkin we watched american horror story we made butterbeer again that was something that we did last year too and i think even the butterbeer turned out better this year than it did last year um the only thing um that we really changed from last year is like there's a whole recipe like um i found this recipe for butterbeer um at one of the restaurants at my school actually and like i screenshotted it because i posted it on instagram a few years ago and like they have some interesting ingredients that i've literally never seen before and i couldn't find it um in the grocery store like butterscotch syrup and stuff and i'm like i did not even know that was a thing so all we did was basically like we mixed um pepsi and cream soda and then we put like we put like a bit of like table syrup um and then we put like vanilla ice cream on top and then mixed it together and it, it's basically just like an ice cream float but it looks like butterbeer um the actual butterbeer i'm pretty sure tastes a lot better but it tastes good and we're gonna call it butterbeer because why not um so yeah that were that was kind of um what i was what i was up to yesterday um the last couple days halloween stuff um we don't really dress up or anything i was really into halloween as a kid i mean who isn't but i don't know i feel like I've, i'm just not into it as anymore i know like people go to parties and stuff like that and it was a big thing at university to like go to the parties and like dress up and stuff but i don't know i've never really been into that um but yeah it was fun anyway me and my brother spent some time watching some halloween-esque movies and tv shows and we got halloween candy so that's a plus then we got to carve a pumpkin so that was fun um recent favorites i have a couple of different favorites the first one is pumpkin pie because i just raved to you guys for about five minutes about how much i like pumpkin pie um the second is um taylor swift's new album midnights every single song on the album is really good um honestly i wasn't really expecting much because i absolutely love folklore and evermore those are like, I, I'm in love with those two albums. They are, like, the perfect albums to listen when the weather starts to get colder. And so I will forever hype Evermore and Folklore up because they are masterpieces. And, like, I like I wasn't sure if she'd be able to top Evermore and Folklore. Not that she has to. Not that I think, like, I'm not one of those people that, like, needs, like, like every new song or every new release to be better than the last. I really don't care as long as it's good. Um, but she really did knock herself out with Midnight's. Um, I think my favorite tracks off of the album so far are Maroon, Dear Reader, and Lavender Haze. Um, those are the three that have been on loop the last couple of weeks ever since she released the album. Um, I've also been, there's been a lot of really good releases in October, honestly, like both like English songs and K-pop. There have been a lot of really good releases. I've been liking, um, G Idol's new music has been really good really great concept that they did they did like a whole marilyn monroe concept and it was really well really well done like my gosh they never disappoint when it comes to their concepts um five seconds of summer also released a new album also really great um i think my favorite song off of that album has to be carousel um 
really good song i really like their music five seconds of summer honestly never gets old like it's been like what 10 years since i started listening to them and they just never disappoint i've lo- like i've literally loved every single album that they've ever released and I, I i just never get sick of them they're so good um who else has released music uh Jin from bts just dropped his single um literally like yesterday and it's in collaboration with chris martin from coldplay and it's just beautiful like it made me cry because um jin's gonna be off to do his military service soon and so this is kind of like his last kind of goodbye for the next couple of years until his military service is over and it's you know it was kind of sad but it's a good song and it suits jin and we love jin from bts because how can you not um and yeah so that's been the music i've been enjoying uh what else um i don't know i think just lounging around in like sweatpants and cozy pajamas if that counts as a favorite um i always prefer fall and winter clothing more than spring and summer just because i feel more comfortable in it and i prefer the more cozy outfits i guess um we celebrated diwali like uh almost a week ago now and we always like get a lot of new presents and stuff new clothes lots of new clothes lots of food lots of indian sweets and oh my gosh diwali was literally like a week before halloween and now i'm gonna be eating even more sweets because tomorrow or not tomorrow monday's halloween and so (laughs) we're gonna be on a lot of sugar this month but that's okay we're treating ourselves but yeah those are my recent favorites and my highs and lows so we're gonna get on to talking about journaling for this week and i hope you guys enjoy so like i said i started journaling at a very young age i think i was around like nine or ten years old when i would journal and i would literally just like write about the most random things like i I didn't know what i was doing i was just writing about like stuff that i did at school my friends and like what i liked and just random things like that um I usually do keep all of my journals and I have journals from when I was like back in middle school writing about the boys that I thought were cute and all the people that I disliked and all the people that I did like, you know, typical like 13 year old journal, if you will. Um, I think I've mentioned it before. I always feel like whenever I read my journals from back when I was in middle school and even like high school, I just always seemed to write about things that made me upset like I never wrote about anything positive or anything that was good that was happening in my life I only ever documented stuff that was bad and I never really wrote about anything that was good and so one of my goals for this year in particular with journaling was to document not just the bad things but also to document the good things um I think people assume journaling is a way for you to like deal with your problems which it definitely is and it's a it's definitely something that people resort to when they're not feeling their best or when you know their mental health might not be the best and it's definitely a great way to deal with those types of issues but I think journaling can be a positive thing too where it's like you don't have to be you know you don't have to be experiencing something bad to journal. You don't have to journal about only bad things that happen in your life. You can journal about good things too. You can journal about pretty much anything. You can journal about, you know, a vacation you took. You can journal about um, your friends and you can journal about recipes that you tried. Anything really. Um, the thing with journaling is that I think a lot of people think that it has to be done a certain way but what i like about it is that you really there's really no rules like at all there's no rules for journaling as for like what you're allowed to journal about as for how often you have to do it or like what method you want to do it in some people get very creative and i've seen people you know do drawings and stuff in their journals i mostly just write because i'm not very good at drawing um but people get really creative with it like you can turn it into almost like a scrapbook type of journal and put like pictures in it you can draw in it if you're into like stickers and like washi tapes and stuff you can do that there's really good um videos on youtube too on like how to get started with journaling um but yeah i think journaling 
can be something that you do for fun and it doesn't have to necessarily be as a way for you to cope with the bad things that are happening in your life um and like i said that's something that i've been trying to do more of this year is not just journal about my problems but journal about positive things too like for example um i will journal about like a good day at work i'll journal i journaled about like the concerts that i went to this past summer um i journaled about a couple of the road trips that my family and i went on this past summer and like just anything like and you don't have to like pressure yourself into doing it every single day i definitely don't do it every single day i went through a phase of doing it every single day when i had the time but like now i just do it whenever i feel like um and like it like i think the problem with doing it every day is that it starts to feel like a task or like a chore like something that you have to do and i don't think journaling should be that way i think you should do it whenever you feel like it but at the same time i know that for a lot of people it's hard to make it a habit um if you don't do it every day but it's more of just like do it when you want to remember something do it when you feel like you want to write like i don't know about you but i always have like these weird just urges to write about stuff even if i have nothing to write about i'm just like i just feel like writing today um and so i'll pull out my journal and just write a bunch of random things about things that don't make sense about anything like just whatever comes to mind so i think those are kind of like the misconceptions i guess when it comes to journaling is that it has to be about you know certain things and that you have to do it every single day um and obviously like you're you're free to do it however you want like if you just want to go to the dollar store and buy like a ruled notebook and write about whatever you can totally do that that still counts as journaling or you can be you know someone who you could even journal like on like a word document if you really wanted to i know people who do that um there's lots of like apps too that you can download on your phone um to just like five minute journaling like they're like it'll give you prompts too the nice thing about those apps it'll tell you what you can write about um to kind of give you ideas if you're stuck on what you want to talk about in your journal um so yeah there's lots of different ways bullet journaling is also well bullet journaling i guess is not really the same thing as like journaling about stuff but like i'll talk about bullet journaling later on in the episode but you know i think there's so many ways you can do it like like i said you can get as creative as you want with it if you want to just write on a piece of paper even if it's like on a post-it note like i've seen people do that too where people will be like i'm gonna spend five minutes journaling and i'll like the people like pull out a post-it note and like they'll just write about whatever and then they'll put it in like a jar fold it up put it in a jar and then they take out each post note at the end of the year and then they read it to themselves i actually do something like that um it's i call it like my 2022 memory jar it's not really a jar it's more of a tin um so i anytime like i have a really good memory from this year um or like anything good really I'll, I'll give you guys an example later but anytime something good happens to me i will write it on a piece of paper like a post-it note i'll fold it up and i put it in this tin and like i make sure to write the date as well and like i just talk about like why this makes me happy and like you know especially if it was like something that i was worrying about like i was really worried about like getting my personal statement done on time and so when i did get it on time i wrote about it and like how i was like so relieved to have it done and like how proud i was of myself um to have it done i know that's like a silly thing to like write about but it made me feel so good and like i i wrote it on a little sticky note and then i put it in my memory jar for 2022 um i made another one for when i submitted my entire vet school application back in september and like again it's like it sounds like a really silly thing to be journaling about but again like it, it, it was something that made me feel so accomplished and made me feel so happy and like it was one of my goals for this year too was to like apply to vet school after like two years of not um being able to apply to schools abroad so like the fact that i was able to finally do it was something that i felt proud of so i wrote that on a sticky note and i put it in my memory jar um and then just like other things too like about when i went to c17 and when i went to go see five seconds of summer um when i started my volunteer stuff at the farm um good things that happened at like the clinic like being able to draw blood on my own or being able to hold the dog properly for catheter placement or intubation or whatever during surgery like those are all things like i 
I was once very anxious about doing those things when I first started volunteering, like, especially putting things in, like, catheterization and stuff. That stuff is really tricky and, like, stuff for, like, surgery and, like, monitoring during surgery is, it can be very stressful and, like, it can be very challenging and a lot of it's very hands-on stuff that I've never done before. And, like, after I was finally able to do it properly and, like, after, like eventually that anxiety was no longer there... Um, so I like wrote about that. I like, I no longer feel stressed about doing this or I no longer feel worried about having to do this whenever the vet asks me to do this because I know, I know how to do it and I can do it like confidently now because I've done it so many times. So all those little accomplishments I've also made notes of, um, in my little memory jar. And then at the end of the year, I'm going to open it up and go through them all just to, just to remind myself that I've had a good year. Um, the reason why I started doing that is because, um, it was actually something I saw on Jay Shetty's Instagram at like the beginning of the year. Um, and so he was the one that gave me the idea. But like over the last two years, obviously with COVID, people have had shitty years. And this memory jar was for me a way to remind myself that even in the worst possible times, even in the darkest times that you could ever live through, there are still good things that happen. Like, we all talked about how much 2020 was an absolute shit show, which it was. But like, I wish I had done this whole memory jar thing then, just so that at the end of 2020, I would have been able to look back and think, okay, you know what, this was a really shitty year and nothing went my way. But here are like the couple of good things that did happen. And so I think overall, like I generally tend to see like, oh, this was a really bad year. This was a really good year. And like, we take all these really big major events and let them kind of dictate what type of year we have um so just writing down like the small moments that you were happy that year um even if it's like something really silly like like i said really silly like um i was able to do this thing at work when i wasn't able to do it when i first started something really stupid like that so it, it was just a reminder for me like i wish i had done this in 2020 where i i just wrote down all the good things that happened in 2020 to remind myself that regardless of the fact that 2020 was so bad there were still good things that happened and like that memory jar would have reminded me that you know what I still have things to be proud of I still have things that I did accomplish despite this pandemic ruining everything I still have things to be grateful for despite the fact that this year was so crappy so I think that's 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 the beauty of the whole memory jar thing and I think journaling as a whole you can look back on times that you, in the moment, you think things are really bad. But when you go back and like read upon the stuff that happened, it makes you realize that it wasn't actually as bad as it seemed. And like, it makes you feel proud of yourself too. Like, hey, like I got through this stuff that was once really bothering me. Like all the times in high school, like especially like in grade 12, I would write about how stressed I was applying to university and stuff. And so... It was it was a lot back then, like obviously being in grade 12 and like writing about it, it was I was writing about it because I was so overwhelmed and so stressed. Um, but going back and reading it now, like it's kind of a way for me to give myself a pat on the back because I can feel proud of that. Like I can feel proud of the fact that I went through that difficult time and went through that very stressful period of my life and feel proud that I was able to kind of get through it. And like it gives you that sense of accomplishment, too. So. I think that's another reason why journaling is a good idea and it's something that it, it it lets you kind of go back and make helps you realize that you are a lot more capable than you think you are because in the moment we don't in the moment when we're experiencing those types of things when we're struggling we don't always think that we can make it through and so we write about them but then years later when you come back to that entry when you were writing about how you didn't think you'd be able to make it through or get through this now you come back and read it and you're like, wow, I really did experience that and I really did make it because here I am reading it like five years later. So it's kind of cool and it's kind of interesting and it, it kind of really just shows how much you've grown and how much you've developed. And, you know, it's a great way for you to remind yourself that you have so much to be proud of and you have so much um, strength within you to overcome these difficult things that we encounter in our lives. So journaling really helps you like boost your self-confidence i guess is what i'm trying to say um i guess i'll talk about bullet journaling now um i started bullet journaling about a year ago i started in august of 2021 which i realize is a really random month to start because most people start like um in january in the new year but 
basically um let me go back a couple years actually i wanted to start bullet journaling back when i was in first year of undergrad um i had seen a bunch of like bullet journaling videos on youtube and i was following a bunch of like bullet journal youtubers and i'd also discovered pinterest at the time and i don't even know why i came across it but it was just i found like on pinterest a bunch of like bullet journaling like templates and stuff like that and i i was really intrigued by it and i wanted to start it but it didn't end up following through because it just took up so much time and i felt so pressured to like make my bullet journal very like artsy and like you know just very like if you've ever searched up bullet journal videos on youtube or searched up bullet journal like pictures on pinterest it's very artistic and very detailed like a lot of people put a lot of effort into it and they buy a lot of really interesting supplies that you know 18 year old me just wasn't willing to spend the money on and honestly 23 year old me right now isn't really all that willing to spend money on either but it just felt like i wasn't artistic enough to do bullet journaling so i ended up stopping and i had another reason why too because our university basically just gave out free planners like free academic planners um that came you know just a regular agenda and it was like a school year planner so it went from like september all the way to april so i decided to just use those because they were free and why not and i didn't have to spend time every week creating like the spreads and everything so it was just fast and easy and so I used that up until third year of undergrad. So we got one each year. But it wasn't until fourth year that um, obviously because of the pandemic and like because we weren't in person, they weren't doing those free planners anymore. So I kind of just resorted to using like post-it notes to make to-do lists, which really did not work for me because I like to plan out my entire week. And like I have like... um just a regular calendar like a monthly calendar but those boxes are so tiny to like write in and my handwriting is huge and so I I missed just having like a book where I just had everything written down so I finished using my my sticky notes and stuff like that and so it was the summer of 2021 August in particular that I decided to buy a bullet journal and i bought it off of this um store called aliexpress i believe they're based in like china or something because it always takes like forever it's it, it's like a bunch of chinese and asian project projects products and so um they sell them for really cheap but it's like not the most sustainable way um i admit but i bought a bullet journal off of there um just to see like how i would like it just to see how it would go if i would like it better the second time and so i bought one for pretty cheap um i think i bought it for like 11 dollars, not including shipping prices but yeah I, i'm still using it actually because i i know it's been over a year since i started it but i i keep my bullet journaling to very minimal very basic um I kind of got over the whole need for it to be artistic and just, you know, it's not like anyone else was going to see it. It's just for, for me to organize my life. And I don't do any of like the crazy spreads or anything. Like I, I have a weekly spread, a monthly spread and like a goals page. And that's pretty much it. Um, I have an exercise tracker because I like to track that. But like I don't have like everything else that a lot of other people do, which there's nothing wrong with being more um, artistic and like, going getting a bit more creative with it but like don't feel pressured to do that is what i'm I guess i'm trying to say is that you don't have to um do it to the extent that other people online kind of make it seem like it um it's not to say that i don't like watching those videos like i i'm a huge fan of um amanda rachley on youtube she actually has like her own line of like stationery and stuff and it's great i've never actually tried any of it but like she has like she makes um planners and stuff she has like bullet journals and she has like her own washi tape and stuff like that which is really great i love watching her bullet journal videos but she's definitely like someone that is more into it than i am and like it's 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 like obviously like it's her passion like she's really into that stuff and like that's like her her, her old brand i would say um but like i just kind of go with the basics 
the spread that I use for my weekly spreads are extremely basic. I don't get all detailed with it. I, I like to draw. I like to doodle. and I'll do those things. And I have like a theme for each month. My theme for October was Harry Potter. And so I did like a bunch of Harry Potter doodles for like each of my weekly spreads. My, um, my theme for November, I actually just finished creating a November spread um before recording it's basically like a like a hot drink theme so like i have like a bunch of like coffee mugs drawn everywhere i drew a bunch of coffee beans and like teacups and like stuff like that tea bags um just because i thought it was warm drinks coziness november is when it starts to get quite cold um not that it has been all that cold lately anyway but yeah that's my theme for this this upcoming month um so yeah, I keep it pretty basic when it comes to bullet journaling. I basically just use it the same way I would use any agenda or planner. It's just I, I like the freedom of being able to have as much space as I want to make my weekly to-do list and like as much space as I want for monthly planners and stuff like that. Um, I like that I can... One thing about me is that I like having everything in one place. Um, I like having like my exercise tracker, my my monthly calendar, weekly calendar daily calendar whatever i like having all of that in one place and that's i think that's kind of the reason why i wanted a bullet journal is because you can literally do whatever you want with it like if you get a blank notebook and you can create whatever spread that you want with it and that's why i wanted it like in the past when i had planners that i got from other places like pre-made planners i would have like yes they come with like a weekly spread and a monthly spread but then i wouldn't have room to like have an exercise tracker or I wouldn't have room you know if the boxes were too tiny or whatever so I like that bullet journaling gives you a complete freedom of how you want to design everything and like I said you don't have to be all crazy creative with it if you don't want to um you can get you know all the doodles that you want to do you can draw whatever you want to draw um and like the thing is nobody's gonna see like unless you're on youtube and like you're sharing it with people like no one's gonna see like it's all from my eyes only and I'm definitely not an artistic person whatsoever I have, I'm absolute trash when it comes to drawing but you know I like doing it and bullet journaling has also like it just helps me get over that you know you shouldn't draw if you're not good at it type thing um which I I I enjoy art it's just that I'm not good at it but you shouldn't let that stop you from doing it like, I genuinely do look forward to creating my weekly spreads. I look forward to um, going on Pinterest to get inspiration, even if I'm not going to go as crazy as the people, you know, the people that are more passionate about it do, even if I'm not going to be as elaborate as they are. It's still fun to, like, go through, like, the templates and the ideas and see, okay, how can I make this my own? How can I make this a bit more dumbed down? How can I simplify this a bit more for my liking and for my level of expertise when it comes to this type of stuff? Um, another inspiration for me was Ono Nina on YouTube. Um, she's not a bullet journal channel, but she used to bullet journal a few years ago. And I went through a phase of watching all of her videos back in 2021, which is when I started bullet journaling. And the weekly spread that I use is actually inspired by her weekly spread that she showed in one of her videos. And like her bullet journal is very basic, um, very like neat and like not like she uses like her washi tapes her colors and she doodles and whatever um but it wasn't like to the point where it was like super duper like crazy talented like you see a lot of other bullet journal youtubers and other other bullet journal templates on pinterest and stuff so that's also kind of what inspired me to get into it again because i just felt more comfortable doing it now realizing that i don't have to necessarily go and be as elaborate as everybody else um the other thing with bullet journaling too is that people buy a lot of different um cool stationery which is great for them and like i have nothing against that or anything but it's like if you don't want to invest in like muji pens or like you know an expensive notebook or whatever you don't have to you can literally like i literally use crayola pencil crayons and like sharpies in my bullet journal and you know i use like the typical pen that you would get at staples i don't use like i have a couple of muji pens they're not even like the real muji pens they're like knockoff muji pens that my brother found 
and so i use those because i like they they do write quite nicely and they're they were cheap but i don't have like the fancy fountain pens i don't have like super fancy anything i have a couple washi tapes that i got from the dollar store they had puppies on them and i decided like i don't even use them that often to be honest i don't use my washi tapes all that often um and like i said like i literally use like pencil crayons and like washable crayola markers in my bullet journal and i like the way it turns out so i think that's another reason why people get turned away from bullet journaling too is that they think they need to have all these really fancy supplies um which again there's nothing wrong with wanting to use them and wanting to invest in those but like you definitely don't have to if you don't want to and you shouldn't feel like in order for you to be pursuing bullet journaling that you have to purchase those things or that you have to design your bullet journal the same way that everybody else does you're free to do it the way that you want and that's the beauty of it that's what makes it enjoyable is that you can get inspiration from other people but you at the end of the day like it's completely up to you how you want to use it and like how you want to design it and everything so it's something that i really enjoy for now so we'll see how it goes i know like one another youtuber that i watch is caitlin caitlin da silva um she recently posted a video saying that she quit journaling quit bullet journaling i didn't actually watch it i just saw that she posted it i'm kind of behind on my youtube catch-up with all that's been going on but i do plan on watching the video so i don't know maybe we'll see if i quit at one point maybe if i get busier um i might quit but right now it's something that i really enjoy and i really like doing it so that's my bullet journaling story i guess um i would love to share with you guys like how i like i wish i could show you like how i do everything um i am comfortable enough to show you guys that type of thing but obviously this is a podcast but i know there's like video podcast things like on anchor available but i don't know how comfortable i feel doing that yet so we'll see if that ever ends up happening in the future but anyway um going back to just regular journaling um the other thing that i wanted to talk about is not knowing what to write about this is something that i kind of did struggle with especially like in the beginning of the year because i challenged myself to not just write about negative things and you know i wanted to journal to kind of get to know myself a bit better um so I I went online and I searched up journal prompts and there's thousands upon thousands of journal prompts out there. You can literally just Google them or you can even go on Pinterest and they'll give you like a list of like 50 different journal journal prompts um, that you can write about. Um, but usually like I write about things that are either bothering me or I journal about like something good that happened that day. Um... There's different types of journals too. Like you can get prompted journals. My mom got me one for my birthday because she knows how into it I am now. It's um, let me see if I can find it actually. I'm sitting on my bed recording this. So let me see. Go through my bookshelf. Okay, I found it. So she got me, it's called Going From Mindful. So like the word mind and the word full to mindful so like the two words put together and it's basically a mindfulness journal my mom got me for my birthday a couple months ago and it is basically prompted so here i'm just flipping it open to the first page here um so the there it's kind of divided up so you write the date at the top and then it gives you like some space to write three things that you're grateful for then it gives you a couple lines to to write about how you're feeling. Then you have a sensory check portion. So it says, today I experienced. And then you would write down something that you touched, something that you smelled, something that you saw, something that you heard, something you tasted. Then there's a section for meditation and deep breathing. So you can record how many minutes you spent um, doing breathing exercises or doing meditation and then you can like state whether you did like a silent meditation or if you use like a mantra a guided meditation or whatever and then there's this portion it's kind of interesting i like this part it says it's a it's the last part it says how i felt before the meditation slash deep breathing session and then how i felt after the meditation and deep breathing session so that's interesting so that's one page and then on the page next to it 
it's just blank it's just a bunch of lines and like you can write about anything you want there's a couple lines that it gives you it says take three to five minutes to journal whatever is on your mind and heart write a stream of consciousness style and let go of all judgment if you get stuck simply write down the sounds you hear the things you see and the feelings you experience and i like this because it's kind of just giving you the freedom to write about whatever you want so like it gives you a page where it's prompted and it tells you what to write about but then you also have a blank page to write about whatever you want so i've been using it a lot i'm actually more than halfway done with this journal and i i actually like this better than like writing in just a plain notebook because sometimes sometimes i just don't know what to write and i i can't find a journal prompt that i want to follow so i turn to this and usually it kind of helps with my journaling figure out what i want to write about um but yeah there's lots of different types of journals out there there's like gratitude journals there's like five minute journals whatever um you can probably get them like off of amazon or like if you go to any bookstore even if you go to like walmart i'm pretty sure they probably have something like that in store but other than that i use just like a regular regular notebook lined notebook um that i get from the dollar store you don't have to buy anything fancy if you don't want to my bullet journals are a bit more fancy those ones i i get like the dotted notebooks and they cost a bit more um but with just like regular journaling like writing about whatever i just get them from the dollar store um what else do i want to talk about here I guess I'll talk about like the reasons why I like it and like how it's helped me so far. Um, so obviously I already mentioned how like I wanted to journal about not just bad things but also like good things that happened to me as a way to remind myself that I've had good memories throughout the year. Um, but I think um, journaling is a good way for you to get to know yourself especially if you're using like journal prompts that ask you about like yourself like what are things that you're proud of or what what are like your favorite qualities about yourself or whatever i think it, it's journaling is a good way for you to sit down and just really get to know yourself because i think sometimes like when we're in the like when we're just doing everyday things like we we don't really think about like who we actually are unless somebody asks and I feel like whenever someone asks, like, whenever, like, like even, like, when you're going to an interview or something, and people ask you that dreaded question of, so tell me about yourself, it's a question that, like, 90% of us blank on, and we're like, I don't know, like, what do you want to know, right? So I think when we're telling other people about ourselves, we kind of filter it to a way so that we tell them what they want to hear, I guess, whereas with the journaling, it's, like, it's private, and it's, you know personal thing where you don't really have to hide anything and you can be as honest as you can be knowing that nobody's gonna see what you write so it's a good way for you to get to know yourself and like work on some of the flaws and insecurities that you might have um pinterest does a really good job of this if you go on pinterest and just search up like journal prompts for self-development or self-growth you'll find tons like endless prompts on like getting to know yourself let's go on pinterest right now actually and just search up some journal prompts just to give you guys some ideas if you're looking into getting into this i don't typically use journal prompts from pinterest if i'm being honest i don't use journal prompts at all i usually do have something to write about but sometimes if i'm in the mood for it i will search up a journal prompt um and write about those but i don't use them very often maybe it's because i've been journaling for a while so like it's not hard for me to think of something to write about but sometimes i do look them up okay let's look what's a good one here okay so here's one journal prompts for self-love and the first question is what is my favorite thing about myself um, what part of my life do I love right now? What moment in my life is my most happiest memory? What is your favorite part of your body and why? How can I practice self-care today? There's another one. It says 25 journal prompts for confidence. 
what are 10 things you're really good at? What are five physical features you love about yourself? What are your three strongest qualities? Write out your ideal vision of your dream life. What are three goals you want to accomplish before the end of the year? What are uh, five of your best personality traits? So stuff like that, like all of that, those types of prompts are there to help you with like self-growth and like self-confidence and get getting to know yourself better. And there's also a bunch of other things too. Like there's ones for self-discovery. So like what does your perfect day look like? Where do you see yourself in five years? What is something that is weighing on your mind right now? What are your short-term short-term goals? What do you love about yourself? What else do they have here? Twenty-five journal prompts for a better mindset. What do I need to get off my chest today? What do I need to hear today? How can I uplift myself? What feels like a struggle at the moment? What has been going on in my life lately? What are my greatest strengths and how will they support me in achieving my vision? So yeah, there's a lot of really good ones. There's some for like mental health and stuff too. Like write about something that you want to let go of the most. Write about a struggle that you overcame. What is something that's missing from your life? What distracts you from achieving your goals? What situations trigger anxiety? There's also like gratitude prompts. So this one says 30 days of gratitude. The first one thing is, what are you most grateful for today? What technology are you most grateful for? What food are you most grateful for? Uh, what item in your home are you most grateful for? So there's there's a bunch. Like There's a bunch of different prompts that you guys can look up on Pinterest or even on Google, wherever, um, if you need ideas. If Especially like if you're just starting with journaling. I definitely would recommend going on Pinterest or going on even like YouTube videos on like how to journal and like just to give you some inspiration, you know, if you're having trouble like getting started and not knowing really how to how to go about it. Um, Like I said, there's no like there are no rules to journaling and like what you have to write about or like how you have to do it or how how often you have to do it. Like you can do it like any way you want. But I think even like. I think that's kind of another thing too is knowing that there's no rules that can be intimidating and overwhelming because if there's no rules and it's like okay well then how do I actually do this um there's one youtuber that has had a couple of really good journaling videos on her channel I'm trying to remember her name she's from she's from Quebec from Montreal I watched them like a year ago. I don't remember what her name is. Let me see if I can find her because I really liked her videos and like she she did like a a flip through of her journal. Sorry if you can hear the typing on my keyboard. Ava Maloche. Ava Maloche has some videos on journaling which I watched and I really liked them. Um so there's she I really recommend going on YouTube and searching up like how to get started with journaling videos because they'll help you get some inspiration to get started and like most people also like have links to like journal prompts. Um so yeah, if if you're looking into starting journaling, I would check out Pinterest. Um I would check out Ava Maloche's YouTube videos on journaling um if you're just getting started into it. But yeah, other than that um I think journaling is a great way for you to do anything basically like it's a good thing for your mental health if you're trying to kind of especially like if you're someone like who suffers from anxiety or if you get overwhelmed a lot it's a good way to just like dump out all of your thoughts onto paper I feel like something that I struggle with a lot is like feeling overwhelmed very easily when there's a lot going on or when I have a lot to do it's like it all just feels like crammed up in my brain and my brain doesn't have the space to take care of it but I I feel like this wave of relief when I write it down on a piece of paper and I'm like okay these aren't as scary and like big as I thought they were and so writing stuff down for me kind of helps ease that feeling of overwhelm um I think it just helps you discover a lot more about yourself like it helps you understand why you are the way you are I think there's just a difference of like when you keep all of your thoughts up in your head 
it's so easy to lose track of them. And so having a place where you can keep track of them, whether they're negative thoughts or bad thoughts, negative thoughts or bad thoughts, negative thoughts or good thoughts, it's just very beneficial. And it, it just, it gives your mind a break from doing all the work. You know, there's so much, so many thoughts that fly through our head on a daily basis. And to be honest, I don't even know how our brain, our brains don't like explode on a regular basis because my gosh, um, writing stuff down and having a place for your thoughts to be on paper where you can physically see it and like it's tangible you can pick it up and like you can you know rip out the page in your journal and throw it out if you want to it just makes a very big difference it helps you feel less overwhelmed it helps you feel less like you know stressed because there's so much going on in your lives and like i said we we all live very busy fast-paced lives and it's easy for our thoughts to just fly by and like we don't remember um and like especially like if you deal with mental health issues i think journaling is a really really helpful tool to have and even if like it doesn't have to be like i said it doesn't have to be about bad things it can be about good things too you can journal about literally anything and it's so beneficial to help you learn more about yourself and it helps you realize like what you need to work on but at the same time it helps you realize what you have accomplished like like i said if you journal about one thing that you are really struggling with and then a few years down the road you come back and you open up that entry you give yourself a pat on the back because you're like, wow, this was something that I remember being so stressed out about and so worked up about. But here I am like three years later and I survived it. Like I made it through that really stressful event in my life. And so it reminds you to be proud of yourself. It reminds you to celebrate all of the progress you've made and all the small wins that you've had over the last couple of years. And so whenever, like I like to read my journals whenever I'm feeling really shitty about myself And like I go through those things and I'm like, you know what, this makes me feel a bit better about myself knowing that these things once caused me so much pain and so much stress and reading them now after experiencing them years later, I now feel like I'm capable of taking on whatever else is yet to come in my life. Um, So for me, I'd say the most beneficial thing about journaling so far is helping me build confidence and helping me kind of deal with things like perfectionism and deal with like um, those feelings of like not feeling good enough and feeling like you haven't made enough progress in life. Um, journaling has helped me realize that I have so much to be proud of and I've made so much progress. And I think sometimes, like I've talked about these things with you guys before in several episodes, but sometimes I like, I just feel like, I'm not doing enough with my life or I feel like I'm not capable of doing really difficult things but then I go back and read journals from like years ago about when I was struggling with something or when I was writing about something that felt so hard and so difficult to do or so difficult to overcome and when I go back and read those I'm like wow like I I really did like get through that and I really did do that when I thought it was like impossible so It gives you a bit of self-confidence and it gives you a reason to be proud of yourself, you know. Celebrate all the progress that you make. Celebrate your small wins. Write everything down. All the good stuff, all the bad stuff. And then cherish them. Keep them somewhere safe. And then come back to them. Whenever you're feeling down, whenever you feel like you can't do this anymore, whenever you feel like you are not strong enough to continue living this life, to take on the world and its challenges open up your old journals from a few years back just to see how far you've come so that's really all i have to say for you guys in this episode um i'm looking at the time and we've been talking for over an hour so i'm really sorry that this is kind of long my voice is starting to get hoarse as well um but i hope you guys enjoyed this episode i hope that i've inspired some of you to start journaling or continue journaling um like i said you don't have to follow any rules it's completely up to you how you want to go about it um but if you are looking for some more inspiration like i said pinterest youtube 
all of those places all have some really good resources there for you um if you have any questions about how i specifically journal i know i didn't talk too much about it but if you want to know more about how i journal feel free to dm me on instagram or send me an email i'd be happy to share my kind of approach to journaling with you if you'd like more details on how i do it but other than that thank you so much for listening my friends thank you for bearing with me as i haven't been posting episodes as frequently as i once was like i said i would like to go back to doing it every other week um so hopefully i'm able to work out a better schedule for when i'm going to be able to sit down and get more episodes in for you guys because i have so many really cool ideas that i i know i keep saying it every single week and i'm i've yet to deliver those really cool podcast episodes but i have so many ideas of what i want to do especially like end of year episodes i'm really excited for end of year episodes um I have so much that I want to share with you guys, so please bear with me. Please look forward to um, future episodes. As always, thank you so much for your support. Thank you so much for listening. If you like what you hear, please give this podcast a rating. It really helps this. It helps me figure out what you guys like and what you guys want to listen to. Um, as always, I'm open to suggestions of what you'd like for for me to talk about in the next episode whatever you'd like me to discuss any topic of your choice feel free to send those recommendations and those suggestions my way and lastly i hope that you were all doing really well i hope that you guys have a great halloween if you are having any plans if you're out partying please be safe um if you're going trick-or-treating you're not too old for it if you're taking your little sister or your little cousin out have fun dress up eat lots of candy eat lots of chocolate. I hope that you guys have a great Halloween and I will catch you guys later. Bye everyone.